Hello everyone, welcome to the Aquarian Mind Podcast. Today's podcast episode number 88. I'm your host Jamel Crothers. You know what time it is. It's Mondays with Mello. Today, we're talking about the biggest challenge of my life. So, little quote before we start. My life has always been a series of challenges and I'm psychologically prepared, but this is the biggest challenge of my life. So, um, I've been on a crazy but also incredible journey for I'm approaching six years as I'm, you know, talking about this, and it's been a uh, it's been a ride. That's all I can say. Yeah, six years. Yeah, six years. So let's get started. Now, you guys are probably thinking like. My biggest challenge was graduating high school or graduating college and getting a bachelor's degree or whatever the case is, but no, none of those were it. And you may think, well, maybe it's been all the jobs I've had in corporate America, but no, that's not it. (laughs) So my biggest challenge in my life has been this writing journey that I'm on, and It's been challenging in so many aspects, and I'm going to explain to you pretty much everything in this podcast, and I'm going to break it down. Now, in regards to writing books, now, I've probably said it in previous podcasts, but I honestly would have never thought that I would publish one book, let alone all the ones that I've done for the past six years. I'm in somewhere in the 30s range at this point. Um, if you guys don't know by now and you're listening to this podcast for the first time, whatever the case is, my goal is to write 60 books and then potentially retire and go focus on other things, which I'll talk about when that time comes. But as I say in other podcasts and other in previous podcasts, as uh, a chance I probably will write more than 60 books. But that's besides the point. Um, for me, it's a challenge to write the content, you know, that I do and all that's going on in the world, and to really get people to realize that we can make the world a better place by just opening up discussions and having conversations about all the social issues that are going on in the world. And it goes to say why I created a mantra of trying to change the world one book at a time. And I love the challenge of writing relevant content that will not only last in the moment now, but it will last in the future. So for me... A lot of my books will be relevant, not just now, but in the future, like down the road, my content will be, you know, relevant. Um, I'll say a good amount of the book series that I've written in some of my standalone books. Um, Certain books are for the time that we were in as far as where the world was and where it is. Um, So I can't say that all of my books will be relevant like 10 years from now or 20 years down the road or whatever the case is. Um, the thing for me is is that I want my content to pretty much live on forever when I'm pretty much, you know, when my body pretty much leaves, you know, this earth or whatever the case is, whenever that time comes. And I always say that I'm trying to be legendary in what I'm writing and... I've kind of accepted not everyone will like my books. That's fine. Um, It's just, you know, 
people get frustrated with um, the format of the book, but they're not absorbing the content that I'm writing. So um, I don't like when, you know, people go down the road of, oh, like you wrote it like this. Why didn't you write it? And it's just like, well, everyone has their style of writing. I think there's too many rules with, you know, how a book should be written or how it should be done or how it should look or how or anything like that. I think when you focus on the core values of writing a book and you focus on what you're trying to convey, I think it does. It shouldn't matter what the format of the book really is. Um, and there's always a challenge of finding new readership and, you know, you know, getting, you know, certain people to look at your content and things of that nature. So for me, I, I can't sit and focus on people who are into sci-fi and mystery you know, I should be focused on people who want to read about social issues or have dealt with certain things that I have written about. And I think that's very imperative to me. Now, in regards to blogs, um, a lot of my blogs that I write actually turn into podcasts. So, <laughs> um, but if you guys go down the road of reading my blogs, um, a lot of it is writing about what's on my mind in the moment. Um, what I'm focused on, projects I'm working on, insight into how I write my books and the reasons why. And um, because for me, it's trying to cater to everyone in every different aspect. Like some people are comfortable with reading a book on their phone or their tablets or, you know, whatever technological device, because that's the times that we're in. So providing that ebook or that Moby. Um, and then when you have paperbacks, you know, that helps too because some people want to hold a book. When it comes to the blogs, you know, people want to either read it on your website off their phone or you listen to it on a podcast. So that's kind of where the idea came from with turning my blogs into podcasts. And sometimes um, I say things on the podcast that I don't say on the blog. <laughs> so, um, but I feel like there's always opportunities to write something that's relevant, um, and that's why I have three different um, three different um, ways of kind of conveying a message. So Mondays is things that are going on in my mind, but Wednesdays um, you may read that blog that's going to motivate you or push you to be great, you know, going forward. And then Friday, you know, you can get more insight into how I'm writing my books. So that's why the blogs are very important to me. I want to make sure that I'm giving, giving people the opportunity to read, you know, certain things. Maybe people don't want to listen to it in audio format. Speaking of audio, um, you get into the audio books and things of that nature. Um, honestly, there was really never a thought of doing audio books. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it um, in the beginning of all this. Um, the start of it was having ebooks and then I think a few months down the road into things I kind of went into the paperback version of the struggles and growth of a man and then from there it was like okay I'm going to do ebooks and paperbacks and that's going to be my focus but then you start seeing a lot of you know audiobooks so I said okay how do I go about that but because of the politics of how it's all done on the Amazon platform and all those other platforms, I felt like it would just be best if I recorded the audiobooks on my own, 
and taught myself how to, you know, verbalize everything, pronunciate, things of that nature. So it took a lot of practice and getting comfortable behind the microphone with reading my own book and making sure that it sounds right, it sounds succinct, and people can understand what I'm saying without me stuttering or anything anything like that. So that was a lot of, you know, working through things and messing up, <laughs> to put it in lighter terms, and getting angry at myself. But um, I will say that audiobooks are very challenging for me. Um, I like to record chapters and do it in one shot and then move on to the next chapter. I don't like to listen to myself too much, but as I am speaking and talking, um, I can get a feel for, okay, I sound pretty good as I'm recording this. So pretty much after the fact, I may listen to a few seconds of it and then make sure it sounds good. And I use an incredible app called AVR, and I have it on my iPad. I can have it on my phone also, but... I connect my microphone to that to that to my iPad and use the app. The greatest thing about the app is is after you record it you can listen to yourself but if you want to drown out a lot of noise you have a noise reduction and you have levels to what you want to do and you have stereo and mono and you can set it to where you can literally minimize as much of the noise as possible so when you're listening to it you would think that I'm actually recording it in a studio but in actuality I'm really not I am doing you know plenty of other things to make sure I drown out noise but the all the other trick of this is is I record things in an enclosed space so a lot of my audiobooks were recorded when I used to live in New York and I had a nice closet that I can really sit in and record certain things. So I would, you know, wait till the house is really quiet and go in and record stuff and, you know, drown out a little bit of whatever noise is there. And then boom, there's your audiobook. <laughs> so, you know, I've been able to do that. I'm thankful and blessed that I've been able to record a few audiobooks so far. And my goal is to record more audiobooks as time goes on. Um, the books that have um, women characters. I'm still in limbo of how I'm going to do that, but, um, audiobooks are fun in some ways. They're challenging, but, um, I know that, you know, when things start to move and things start to really take off for me, um, I'm quite sure people are going to want to know where the audiobooks are and I do have them and I have them on a site called Payhip where you can go on to that page and I have it set up on my website. So you click on a book cover, um, takes you to the site, you get to listen to like a chapter of, you know, of the book, and then you can purchase it and you go from there. And that's how I do that. So just know that if you're ever a writer or an aspiring author of any kind, trust me, there are loopholes and ways to really build your brand without having to utilize all of these major platforms that are out there that are not really going to benefit you from a longevity standpoint. Short-term success will be great, but long-term when you're trying to literally have a brand that's going to last a lifetime, that is um, a whole different animal and a whole different story. So, um, you know, it's 
ways to get around all that stuff now if you're not comfortable in recording your own audiobooks that's totally fine it's just you know you gotta find a person and figure out negotiate certain things and you know you gotta deal with potential contracts and you know percentages of what people will make off of narrating your book and things of that nature or you can just pay them outright to have them recorded for you so there's a lot of business aspects to that and that's something I really didn't want to get into um, I think that it was very important for me to record the audiobooks myself because I wrote it. So um, the reality of it is, is a lot of people would rather listen to an audiobook that the author is actually actually speaking it, so they can feel more of the author's emotion when they are listening to it. So just a little heads up with that also. Um, so the other aspect of this is you know, the reader or listener, you know, it's all about um, getting them, you know, engulfed and entrenched into your content. So um, I think like that stuff is just so important. So for me, um, I know that it's investing and it's good to invest into a nice microphone and, you know, you know, certain equipment that's going to help you to be successful. Now, I'm not saying go drop hundreds of dollars and all that stuff, but hey, if you have the money to do it, then great. But for me, I want to be cost efficient and I want to be effective also. So you got to learn how to balance out all of those things and know that that's what you, uh, that's what you feel is best. Um, so that that's in regards to the audiobooks. Um, as far as the audiobooks go, I have A Woke Up a Black Man, The Struggles and Growth of a Man, Part 1, and Code Blue, The Old to the Badge and Gun, 1, 2, and 3 in audio format. So I know that I've got to step up, step it up and I've got to get back to recording audiobooks, but I'm always writing. <laughs> so I get into writing mode and that's where my focus is. So um, I am a person that can multitask, but... I don't like to write and then come in and, and record audio. So I go a few months of writing and then when I'm done, I can step in to this realm of, you know, recording audiobooks and all that stuff. So now in regards to the podcast, which is what you're currently listening to, um, it's always, you know, discussing, you know, what's going on, um, you know, with, you know, what's going on with me, um, you know, on Mondays, Wednesdays, you guys know motivation, inspiration, Fridays, book insight. Um, important for me to make sure that I continue to post relevant content and, you know, be sure that you guys are staying in a loop of what's going on in my mind every week, but then also um, how I stay motivated and inspired and utilizing experiences that I've been through, experiences that other people have been through for the most part. But a lot of the motivation, inspiration comes from me. And what I'm thinking and, you know, and how to keep you guys going and engaged in your life journey and what you're trying to get to. Um, so that's, you know, very important to me. And I want to make sure that I continue to, you know, create great content for you guys in regards to podcasts. Um, YouTube, um, I have, you know, really changed the landscape of YouTube a little bit because not only do I like discussing my books, I don't really like going into like reading, reading too many chapters, but I'm going to work on doing that a little bit down the road. 
Um, not a lot of authors will spend their time doing YouTube. I think a lot of authors just want to write and do and do that, and that's cool. Um, a lot of people don't get caught up in the social media stuff. I don't get too caught up in the social media stuff, um, you know. But YouTube, um, I'm working on kind of um, getting back to that. Um, I'm on a hiatus with that, you know. I kind of go in there for a little while. I'll do it for a couple of weeks, and then I'll kind of fall off because I got other stuff going on. So, um, just remember, everything falls on me um, as far as, you know. Writing, editing, proofreading, book covers, spine, synopsis, prices of books, platforms they're on, ordering, you know, draft copies to make sure they look right, recording these podcasts, writing blogs, updating my website, social media. So just clothing line that I haven't touched in probably a year and a half. So, you know, everything's on me. And it's not to say that I can't handle it, but just remember that if I'm not on YouTube as much, that's the reason why. And then, you know, you deal with the algorithms, the politics, the ads, all that stuff. But you know what? That just comes with the territory. And I know that, you know, I'll be working on growing my YouTube and continuing to, you know, grow my platform. And that's important to me. So these are all major challenges that I've been dealing with for the past few years. And I've revamped, you know, certain things such as this podcast. I've revamped my YouTube page. So I'm always looking to adjust and, you know, adjust based off of what I'm feeling in the moment and what I feel is going to be good for me, you know, not just in the moment, but also down the road when, you know, people may come across my content. Um, social media, like I said, you know, the reality is, is I get bits and pieces of me. I don't go crazy posting about my personal life anymore. I want people to focus on the content that I'm creating here and there. You may get a story on Instagram of me being in the gym or I'm riding my bike or I'm on the basketball court or, you know, things of that nature. But I don't go crazy sharing my family stuff anymore. Um, Facebook, it, it's occasional, but Facebook's very personal to me. So it's more of the people that I know and that are more you know, know me on a more personal level. So I don't add strangers on Facebook. So just to give you guys a heads up, if you guys ever find me, but you probably, you guys probably won't because I don't have my full name on there. But anyway, um, what I will say is, is that my writing journey has been nothing short of amazing, but also challenging for me. And, you know, for me to have been able to do this for over six years as I'm recording this, it's a beautiful thing. And I honestly think that nothing has been easy for me and nothing is going to be easy for you guys. Um, if you guys are really going to, you know, go after what you want to go after. Um, it's all a test to see pretty much how much you want it. So just keep that in mind and always remember that. Um, for me, I have to always stick to what I got to do. I always have goals. I'm always aspiring to, you know, be great and continue to create all of the amazing things that I'm doing. Um, there's so many things that I've got coming in the next few years. So for me, this is a joy. Um, this is one of my longer podcasts as I'm looking at this right now of the how much time I've been, you know, talking. But you know what? Every once in a while... Uh, I don't mind giving you guys a little bit of a longer podcast um, because I try to keep podcasts as simple as possible between 10 and 15 minutes. I always, 
you know, keep in mind that, you know, attention spans aren't always there. Um, the world is everyone's oyster and there are so many things that people need to do. So I try to keep it brief and keep it simple. But um, that's pretty much um, what my challenges have been um, for the past few years. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, wouldn't change it for the world. And I hope you guys uh, will continue to follow me on my journey. So anyway, um, that is my podcast for today. I really thank you guys for continually listening to my podcast. Have a good week, everyone. Be good, everyone, and go accomplish your goals.